Hello, hello, hello. Um, welcome back to the podcast. We made it to episode two. Yay! Wow, um, if you're actually, if you heard episode one and you've chosen to listen to episode two, congratulations. Like, wow, I'm actually super uh, encouraged by you. Thank you for um, listening to that mess and then deciding to listen again <laughs> to this week's episode because, um, I don't know, I feel like it was very, uh, it was very weird, but it's fine. We're, I'm just going to keep going. Um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you're new and you're listening, thank you for tuning in as well. Um, man, I'm really excited about this week's episode. Um, I have some really, really deep, not really deep, but I have some some deep thoughts that I want to like lay down on you guys. And my only goal here is to just in- to inspire, to maybe help you think a little bit deeper and to uh, make you maybe spark some creativity in your life um but man i hope you guys have been i hope your week has been really good um this past week has been somewhat uneventful for me just because uh, i mean nothing major has happened as far as like you know in my life but um i don't know it's october now today is october the um i think it's the fifth and it's October now and guys something crazy that I've decided to do I've decided to do sober October this month um and if you haven't heard of that I think it's it's something that uh Joe Rogan and his friends do I, I don't think I know it's something that they do every year they uh, for the past like I think three years two years they don't they stop drinking they stop doing shrooms and smoking weed for a whole month um, and usually they have some type of competitive element to, to, um, with it, but this is the first time I have ever even heard of such a thing. And I was like, wow, what a concept to, the, to, to relinquish, like even your choice of doing something, like even though you have the choice and the right to do something, I'm going to decide not to do it, um, for the heck of it. Really. There's no, um, main reason for it, at least for me anyway, so I was like, cool, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to jump into this like head first, you know, like dive into this sober October I, I, like idea. And I mean, I, I only drink and I smoke weed. Um, so I feel like for me, the drinking isn't hard. Um, maybe socially, socially really is going to be the toughest thing, whether it's drinking or smoking weed. I just, I like to be around people. I like to indulge, you know, in that sense. Um, but the weed, I like to smoke weed by myself for the most part. And man, I think, I mean, I'm only on, I started late, so I didn't start October 1st. I started like October 3rd, I believe is when I stopped drinking and smoking. So it's the 5th, it's only been two days, (laughs) but, um, so far so good. I went to a party, my first party sober and everyone was wasted and honestly the party was pretty boring (laughs) but I mean I feel like it would have been boring if I was not sober anyway but I don't know it was it was fun to engage in people at a sober party it was fun it was still like it was a boring party in general but as far as the social aspect it wasn't like 
unbearable. I was thinking I was going to walk into something and be like, dear God, get me out of here like an hour in. But I mean, I stayed for like four hours. So it wasn't too terrible. It wasn't too awful. Um, so, I mean, the whole point of this for me is because I, I don't know, I feel like I am, I feel like in September, the month of September, the month of September has been, you know, kind of rough for me, actually. Um, I felt, I mean, even my husband can tell you, like, I was, I've been, I've been, like, unmotivated and kind of just defeated, honestly. I've been super defeated and, um, and not knowing why, like, just feeling like, like, I hate my job and life isn't exciting for me and just, but, and just staying in that, you know? So I felt like this month in sort of October was a good opportunity for me to, you know, gather my thoughts, you know, get into a good headspace and challenge myself. I realized that, you know, I've been a, an athlete my whole life, or not my, I would say uh, my adolescent life, you know, high school, younger years, I've always played a sport. And I kind of miss just that element of challenging myself and um, an element of discipline. Really, that's the word I'm looking for. Just, I really miss just the self-discipline in my life that I'm lacking, I realized. And, you know, making myself do the things that I don't want to do <laughs> instead of giving in to my impulses. Um, and so for me, taking a whole month of not giving in to my impulses and making myself, I'm adding the element of working out. I mean, I would say I work out, but I'm not consistent. Uh, if I do go to the gym, I'll do it three times a week and I'll do a combination of weightlifting and cardio. Um, but this month I'm, I'm focusing on, I'm going four times a week. Ooh, yikes. And, <laughs> and I'm, I don't know. I really, I just, I'm so into this month. Like pushing myself and pushing my mental capacity, pushing my physical capacity and truly challenging myself. I'm, I'm totally leaning into this and I'm only two days in. So I'm really hyped right now. And as this month goes on, I plan on keeping you guys updated on how it goes, what I'm feeling. So please stay tuned onto, you know, this is kind of like a diary for me in a sense. Like, I'm going to keep you guys updated on, you know, my mental state and how I'm doing. And if I missed a workout, if I'm, if, you know, if I maybe failed a day, which I don't plan on doing, I'm so, so hyper-focused right now. Um, and I want to continue this momentum for the rest of the month. So, and fun fact, at the end of October, um, my birthday is coming. So my birthday is November 2nd. So I'll be able to smoke or drink on the first and then the second will be my birthday. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I, I really feel, I felt this, um, this fun, this shift when October hit and October honestly is one of my favorite months. It is my favorite month because I love Halloween. I love scary movies. Um, and Halloween usually puts me in a good mood, but I honestly, I felt this, this shift in the atmosphere of like, okay, this month is 
there's there's good energy this month there's gonna be uh good things coming your way dom i felt this thought towards myself and i felt this shift of like not get your life together because i feel like my life is pretty it's pretty you know like i'm not out of control but it's more of like get focused get uh, set your attention on something and, and follow through with it. I felt this this need for that for me in my life. And um, I was like, cool, okay, let's do this. So once I made, th- made that decision, um, I, I re-watched the documentary um, Minimalism on Netflix. If you guys haven't seen it, um, it's basically about these two guys who they, you know, they, they climb the the corporate ladder in their life and they um they they did the thing you know they they went to high school and they graduated and went to college and chose the most interesting career that they thought that would yield them the you know the highest earning potential over you know the the rest of their lives you know and they they climbed that ladder and reach you know success as far as what the world says is success and at you know at the top of that they were like actually this isn't this this actually sucks like this isn't what i wanted you know um so they climb that ladder and they're like this isn't what i wanted and they realize they're like oh i have all this stuff but i'm unhappy you know i have everything i could ever want i have a house i have i think one of them um oh yeah they were married like i have i have a wife i'm married I have all these things, I have a, you know, I have clothes, I have a car, I have a great car, but I'm not happy. And so they, and they didn't invent this idea, but they were, you know, the first white males, straight white males to, I guess, um, push this message of minimalism in, you know, a time where excess and overindulging was everything. Um, so they, you know, I think they, they scaled down their houses, they you know, scale down their wardrobes to, I think, like, 33 pieces, something like that, you know, um, you know, moves into, an, moves into an apartment, and they have, you know, a couch, table, and chairs, only the essentials is the idea of this whole entire, you know, sh- of this, of this documentary, and living on only what you need, and not, and not over-consuming, um, and I've, I've seen this documentary before, and re-watching it today, it kind of feels like um, it feels like minimalism these days is now more of a necessity than it is like an option of living, like a way of life. Um, the way the economy, you know, who knows what the hell the economy is going to look like, you know. But I think people, regardless, are going to have to scale back. <laughs> They're going to have to not, you know, shop in excess. Um, so well, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens to the people. But any watching that documentary just really um, reminded me of some fundamental things. Um, there's a quote in that documentary. He said, uh, "Love people, use things because the opposite never works." And I was like, that made me really that just it was a great reminder of just what's important in life and that's what I want to bring to this podcast is remind everyone who's listening of what's important in life you know to love people and use the things around you as resources and don't ever interchange the two you know because when that happens we end up with a consumeristic culture and 
you know, the idea that you need an item to be happy or you need to, you know, have access of X, Y, and Z or have a square footage of this to be happy. And that's obviously clearly, it's very logical. It's clearly not the truth, but that's, it's, if that's all we see, you know, it kind of blurs the reality of what's, it blurs our perception of what is truth, you know? Um, and then I begin to think from that quote, I begin to think, and from that documentary, uh, the idea of minimalism, but minimalism of the mind and the heart and the soul and what I think that looks like, um, I would say lately I've been, or not as of late, like the last month of September, I've just, my mind has been so crowded with, you know, what am I going to do with my life and what am I going to achieve and what am I going to, what business idea can I think of that I can make money from and live, you know, a better, greater life. And I was like, you know, I came to a point where I was like, okay, screw that. Like this, this thought of this circle of thinking is exhausting (laughs) and it's not benefiting me at all. Um, and then after watching this documentary, I was like, man, it, it, it really, it brought me even down another level of just like, okay, what do I, what do I need to survive? And then what can I do to actually to give from that, you know? Um, and it, I feel like it broke me down to like my very, very basic needs as far as like physically and like, what do I need emotionally and mentally to, to live? And then from that place, how can I, how can I give? How can I just give as much as I can? And man, it's, it's so humbling and and freeing to be in that kind of mind space because when you're not thinking about yourself, you are freed up to, when you're not thinking about yourself constantly, you're freed up to, to give to others and to give genuinely from your heart and to give all that you have to the people around you you know friends neighbors strangers you know I was at the grocery store today and I always try to make an effort to when there's someone's someone's packing my groceries for me in my cart or they're checking me out I make an effort to you know say their name look them in the eyes and to and ask them you know how they are and really mean it you know really mean you know how are you and to give them a time of day um and I would say in the past, I found that to be like, I would do it, but it wasn't from a genuine place. But today, I don't know what, I don't know what happened, but there was a shift in that encounter at the grocery store today. I was, it felt way more, I was way more freed up, like internally to give even more energy to those people and to give even more attention to the stranger I met today and say their name and to look them in the eye and acknowledge them as a human being like oh it felt it felt so good to to do that and not feel like it drained me you know like holy crap like it felt good to give people you know a moment of my time and not feel like that second robbed me of anything you know um so yeah I I don't know I feel like this idea this notion of scaling down my thoughts, scaling down my, uh, what I think my heart needs or what I think my, um, emotional state needs is really, hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm on a journey still. I'm, I'm still processing everything, but in this moment right now, I've, I feel like 
I'm unlocking something potentially that's going to change my life, you know, for the rest of my life. It's going to change me for the rest of my life. So that's been really cool to, um, to embrace and to, uh, to see, to see it lived out in me. Um, and hopefully see it affect other people in a positive way and to not be so self-centered even though even in my even in my like self-centeredness I know it's like it's thinking about my future and it's about good things but even removing myself from that even removing myself from the positive self-thinking and thinking outwardly in a different way is I think for me right now it's incredible and changing my heart um yeah I think uh people ask me or people don't ask me this but when I ask myself like (laughs) like what am I doing for a career what am I gonna like I I don't know I I don't even think about that question much anymore and and it's not because I found a career I'm gonna do it's I think I found something greater which is I'm finding I'm seeking purpose I'm not seeking a career I'm seeking fulfillment and I'm seeking um I'm seeking to to give and to love and that's that's my main my main focus currently these days is is purpose and love and joy and centeredness. Um, my friend David, who I'm, I want to have on the podcast very very soon, um, he's an amazing, incredible musician. Um, he sent me this guided meditation to do, and it was on I think it, I believe it was on the Russell Brand podcast. And, um, or is that the name of, is that the name of his podcast? He has, I know Russell Brand has a YouTube channel. Um, anyways, this, this, um, this guy, I don't even know what you would call him. His name is Muji. And he, he guided, um, Russell through this meditation. And during the meditation, you know, you sit there and he's talking about the things, just the concepts he brings up. I've never even thought about before in my whole life. Um, you know, I've grew up in the church as a Christian, as a um, charismatic, non-denominational Christian, and had a great, you know, childhood, um, and I, I would say, like, my identity is rooted in, in love, and who I know God to be in my life, and who I, who I think God calls me, um, but during this meditation, you know, he says, I want you to remove um, every notion of who you think you are, for just for a second, like, don't forget about it, but just be present and remove every, he said, in this moment, nothing exists. And I I feel like it, it sounds mystical and it sounds weird for a second. And you're like, what the, like, of course things exist. But, and I think it took me a little bit longer to even, you know, grasp that concept of like nothing exists. But once you get there, you're like, okay, I'm here. Nothing exists. Then he asks you to remove, you know, every, notion of who you think you are remove every notion of who people have told you you are and that I feel like that alone is so incredibly uh powerful for a second just to forget who people have told you you are forget you know who your husband said you are forget who your teachers have told you who you are forget who you think you are even if and I would say honestly I I have a great self-image of myself I have a great understanding of who I think I am 
and I, I, I love who I am. But even in that, I removed it. And he said, and then like, then you're just in this space of like nothingness. And then he said, he asked like, what remains? What's there? And man, I honest, it, it was so powerful for me, this experience, because I'm like, okay, what remains? And for me, it felt like what remained was the core of my character, you know? And it was like, can this thing be removed? Can this thing be taken away? Can, you know, this thing that remains, can it be addicted to anything? And you're like, no. Um, and it's set, and I see what he is trying to, I feel like he's trying to get to this place of like, you know, the core of who you are as a human being. For me, it's my values, it's my character, it is what I hold dear, it's, you know, it's the God space in my life that I hold dear to me, and that can't be removed, you know, that can't be messed with, no one can take it away, no one can mess with it, no one can shake it, it's always going to be there, and at the core of who I am, you know, that's what, that re- that's what remains, and man, it really, it really centered me. So I think I'm going to continue to, uh, to meditate and I, I might go through that meditation again, or actually I have to, I promised David that I would do it. I would try it three times. So I'm going to do it at least two more times, um, and see how it goes and see, maybe I'll, I'll have a new revelation to bring to you guys next week. But it was really, uh, man, it was really, really centering, very helpful, um, if you've never meditated before and you um, you feel like you're losing your sense of who you are, if you've ever, if you feel like, or maybe you don't, maybe you're not losing it, but maybe you never found it, or maybe you know who you are, but the the thoughts of career and the future and the past are just swirling around you, and it feels overwhelming, and it feels like you can escape, you know. The thoughts or the voices, you know, in the world around you coming at you. I really want to encourage you to take a moment to, to sit and to be quiet and to focus on your breath and to focus on what remains when you remove the future, you know, you, when you remove the past, you remove every sense of what people have told you you are and ask yourself, what remains? What is there, you know? Um, it's it's truly, truly powerful and I think life-changing. Um, but yeah. And I, I'm hoping that it projects for me more creativity. Um, creativity, like some natural, organic creativity. I feel like a lot of my creativity comes from other ideas and I'm hoping to find stability and like originality and creativity that comes that's birth out of the place of like my character my values and you know who Dom really really is you know so I mean that's that's what I'm going through right now you guys um I found I've been finding a really a lot of solace and just um, just worshiping, um, and I listened to uh, this worship session by Jonathan and Melissa Helsler. It's called Stronger, um, 
and pretty much all it is is her it's her and some other people and man Melissa Hausler can I just talk about her for a second she is I think she's honestly one of the most powerful forces to be reckoned with I mean when you think about worship and maybe some of you are Christians or not but uh, for me worship is more than just songs you sing to God worship is aligning yourself uh, with the divine it's aligning your heart with the divine uh, energy that I call God or the God of love and when she speaks she truly believes what she says she's saying and it's powerful like I've never seen such power um, come out of one person before as far as like in song form you know I've had the pleasure of meeting her once we didn't have a conversation but uh even in person that power is very evident it's very real very tangible like whew. um anyways i listened to the set that she did she went into like a spontaneous um set where she just says that she says like i, th- I think she said you're making me stronger like lord you're making me stronger and she says it over and over again and in different melodies and there's something to be said about when you combine music and your faith and you align yourself with the divine and you begin to believe actually what you're saying and it, again it begins to awaken something up in your spirit that is very very powerful um and it, it i think allowing myself to feel that and to say those things it shook me out of this place i was in in september where I felt defeated and I felt like I felt like I you know was life was bringing me down I felt like I hated my job and I felt like everything around me all my circumstances I didn't have perspective and allowing myself to align with the divine and to focus on and to and to say something until I believed it oh it it woke me up out of this weird place in my life honestly and it, it reminded me of my constant need actually for God. Like, I think I forgot for a second. I mean, in my in my efforts to to grow in my thinking and to grow my intellect, I for, I think I forgot my need for 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 the God of love. And it brought me back to this place of like I'm constantly in need of Him, but I'm also but also this is who I am, and this is how this is what He's doing in me. He's making me stronger for the seasons ahead and he is empowering me um and I sang it until I believed it and it worked and it it brought and it shook me out of this place um so I want to encourage anyone listening to this that you are stronger than you know and um whether no matter what you believe in God Buddha nothing um you are stronger than you than than you know and I want to encourage you to be, to begin to declare like over yourself that um, begin to declare it over yourself that you are stronger than you know and say it over and over again until you believe what you what you're saying um, because there's power in that and um, it'll help you it will make you better. <laughs> um, I did journal a little bit to um, the other day and I. I'm, I never journal, um, but I want to read it to you guys because I, I feel like it's hmm, I feel like life is so beautiful and 
especially in this season of my life, I'm, I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly opening myself up to what is possible. And I don't know, I, I want to read this. So I wrote down in my journal, when I'm focused on money and materials that I don't have, I can remember, I can remember the value that I hold within me my character, my attributes, my talents, my gifts. I can remember the things I actually do have. And that is epic for me. Um, I wrote down, God is so kind. He is a mystery. He is in the now. He is in the inhale. He's in the exhale of my breath. The right thing at the wrong time is a curse. Sorry, by myself. So I remind myself that I'm in no hurry. I'll read that again because I stumbled over my words. The right thing at the wrong time is a curse. So I remind myself that I am in no hurry. And uh, I think I'm going to keep reminding myself of that and reminding you guys that the right thing at the wrong time is a curse and we are in no hurry. Um, Everything is aligning the way it should and um there is hope there's hope for if you're in a rut right now if you're in a bad place there's hope for something better and if you're in a good place right now there's hope for even greater things (laughs) so um yeah i hope that encourages you guys i hope this this lifts you up and lets you know that you're not alone if you're struggling internally or mentally or if you're struggling you know with money or maybe you're not struggling at all and you're doing the best you've ever been in your entire life I champion you and I say keep going like keep going if you're doing good keep going if you're doing bad um you're amazing and lastly I want to end with some music that I'm listening to right now um these are these aren't new songs for me um it's only two songs but um okay so one is called come to me now by Kevin Moby um, very vibey, very good. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> it's just a really great song. Um, Come to me now, like you did then. Is it pretty and slow? Is it pretty and thin? Where do you go when we die? When do you come home? Um, those are some of the, the lyrics. Um, I like to listen. I like to just lay down and listen to that song and just just be in my feels, you know. Um, or Listen, I actually journaled to that song. I journaled to that song when I wrote down what I just read to you guys. Um, It was pretty inspiring. And um, yeah, just makes me feel creative and just, you know, moody a little bit. (laughs) Um, And then lastly, another song I'm, I'm always, I'm always listening to this band. I talked to them in the last episode, but it's Big Thief. And um, I actually did a cover of this song on my Instagram. If you guys want to actually follow me on Instagram, it's Dominique, D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E, Noel, N-O-E-L-L-E, Hines, H-I-N-E-S. All one word. Um, That's my Instagram. And I covered this song. It's called Pretty Things by Big Thief. And um, I, I just love that song. It's her voice is so, it's so haunting and it's, it's beautiful and it's um 
I don't know. It's it, it that song just inspires something in me, just to uh, I don't know, just to be. Just I'm always I'm always thinking of songs that remind me to be present, and um, that song is one of them as well. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this week, you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, being here. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope next week to talk more about some more music, and um, hopefully in the very, very near future, we will have our first guest on the podcast. Um, but yeah, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. May you be well, um, and I will talk to you guys next time. See ya.